0: on happy hour here at mutiny radio it's six o'clock it's monday night that means it's time for joke workshop here on i didn't know what show it was for a second i was like what show am i doing what time is it where am i it's Monday at 6 o'clock. It's time for Joke Workshop. I'm very excited about that. What music are we listening to? It's a new CD that came into the mail today. It's called From Austin with Love. It's by a guy named Ron Beer. I already like him because his last name is Beer. That's B-E-E-R. That's what I love to drink. Uh, we don't get to drink it here anymore at Mutiny Radio and that's okay because I drank it at Bender's before I got here. They're one of the sponsors of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. You can apply right now until the 30th of this year. Ten more days, uh, but this is from Austin with love in the fills today by Ron Beer. So he's he's singing his he's singing his heart out there in the back. Uh, comedians and I are going to be telling their jokes uh, that their jokes are made of their heart. That was therefore a good segue. Uh, hey, I'm excited to be here on Joke Workshop every Monday from six to eight, and we've got comedians here. They're excited to be here too. Uh, please remember when you're a comedian, you're here to help other comedians. Yay! Uh, Listen to each other's sets. Take notes if you can. I'll be back here taking notes. Uh, The more you pay attention, the better this show is. The more comments you give, the better this show is. Uh, There are microphones stationed around. Please make sure when you give comments, you use a microphone so the radio listening audience can hear you. There's many of them like over 20,000 from October. I'm like, really? You like Joke Workshop? Seriously? Cool. Are you? There was actually a girl who told me she's a big fan. She's like, I listen to you. I get in the bath. Her name is Crystal. Uh, and she's like, I get in the bath and I listen to Joke Workshop and I think, oh, I'm going to go there someday. And I'm like, come on, Crystal. Come on over. It's just, don't be afraid. Everybody, please remember if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. That's a nice fluffy brioche bun on the top. Toasted, uh, nice compliment with the shit in the middle. And on the other side, maybe a little mayonnaise, some arugula, and then the other toasted brioche bun. So be kind to your fellow comedians because
1: we're all learning. I love learning.
0: You're going to love learning with your first comedian of the night. He runs a great open mic on Tuesday nights at a place called Grant and Green. I went there last week. I'm going to go there again because what a triptych of lovely joy. This, this week, I'm going to bring my ID so that I can sing karaoke next door. Last week, they said, I'm sorry, 43-year-old woman. You don't get to come in because you don't have an ID. And I'm like, really? Look at this. This is real gray. I didn't dye this. I'm not a hipster. Do you see the wrinkles? I've worked for this. He's like, I'm sorry, sweetie. Next week. We, you got to bring your ID. I didn't even let that guy in. He was talking about Zach me. He's like, your homeless friend with like the art and stuff. I didn't let him either.
2: <laughs> cool.
0: Everybody clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Cole
3: Chapman. That's a pretty good way to break into a uh, 21 and over establishment. I think raw walk in with like gray hair and kind of painted on makeup, like wrinkles and shit like I'm old. <laughs> let me in that's hilarious (laughs) i can't believe that ah you know you gotta follow the rules uh also shout out crystal what's up crystal thinking about me in the bathtub that's very nice i like that (laughs) well you're not really thinking about you're just obligated to at this point (laughs) because i'm speaking to you directly so that's nice uh with that in mind let's get into this first joke specifically written for crystal so uh they say uh uh, in order to be a better person, you ought to be the person your dog thinks you are. You heard this one? You seen this? You heard about this? Uh, And I think that's that's kind of weird advice because uh, if that were the case, then I would have to be a public masturbator. You know what I mean? Like, that's what my dog... Mo- like, someone who's very liberal with his table scraps, perhaps as liberal with table scraps as he is with public masturbating. You know what I mean? Because that's what I do in front of my dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say that about cat people, uh, but... Person your cat wants you to be is dead, so hmm, hmm, take that asshole cats, <laughs> take you down a peg. Masturbating is fun. I've uh, been doing it. Been pro at the sport for a little bit, for a long time I would say. Uh, except I'm worried about kids like now because they have the internet and they've that's like the first thing they've had in order to like you know exercise that weird demon when you're a kid. Uh, and when I was a kid, I was like the very last. Like, you know in Indiana Jones when the door is shutting and he's got his hat on the other side? Like, that hat was me as a masturbator to old media. Does that make any sense? <laughs> this is this image working for you. I'll make it less clunky next time around. But yeah, like the door was shutting on traditional magazine media. And then I just sort of like got swept into the old internet thing like real quick. Like when I was 12 years old, I was waiting for a bus, you know, and everybody when they were young before the internet had this moment, I believe where they're like walk through the woods and they find like an old 70s playboy in the woods or something they're like oh yeah this is it like i was waiting for that moment for years for years we were using my friend's dad's 70s fucking porno from above the big screen tv you know we were bringing that down Uh, and so i was like man i gotta get gotta get one of my own and then that day happened 12 years old down at the bus stop i see an old dirty Uh, grocery bag and on top of it is a playboy sampler 12 pages of beautiful women all naked and stuff and i was like i have been chosen yes this is the greatest day of my life not realizing that that magazine had probably just been used by some like (laughs) like dirty old man or something sitting at a bus stop at 2 p.m in the in the afternoon you know what i mean like but i was like this is mine now put it in my backpack and then three days later someone's like yo check this thing out it's called the internet and i was like well this is garbage (laughs) throw that away (laughs) i don't need this shit anymore Why would I ever use paper with paper images of naked ladies doing whatever? I had the internet at this point. That's like, dude, you can't go from Playboy to the internet. That's like going from JV basketball to Space Jam. Like everything is crazy on the internet. You know what I mean? Like one of the first pornographic videos I saw on the internet was, uh, you ever seen this one? John, I'm sure you've seen this one. uh, (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, uh, It's two guys and they have a, a bucket full of eels. Uh, and one by one that, yeah, you already know. I don't need to finish the description. (laughs) They have a bucket full of eels. And again, this one's for you, Crystal, in the bathtub. A bucket full of eels, and they're slowly, uh... One by one, very methodically, inserting them into her uh, butt. Uh, and she's giggling the whole time, like, Teehee, this is adorable. And I'm like, you're Japanese. This is weird. I don't know what's going on, but whatever. You know, like, you got you got it, I guess. Like, and the whole time I was confused. Just like, this is what sex is? Like, I had no idea. No one told me about the sea life part. Like, I... <laughs> like, I thought it was like when they cut away from a romantic movie and the Alfred Hitchcock, you know, like two lovers, like a Humphrey Bogart, like kisses the other lady. I did not think they're going to go drag out a bucket and start putting heels in someone's butt. But I was like, I guess this is it. I guess this is crazy. So like that, I was like watching that kind of shit. And then afterwards they put like 50 in and then she pops them out. Like, you know, like wet party streamers, you know, it's disgusting. It was horrible. Uh, But by uh, like, I had seen that stuff and that kind of changed my view. Right. So by the time my dad walked in to like, give me the talk. Or whatever he was like, well, one man and a woman love each other very much. I was like, shut up, bitch. This is you ain't seen nothing yet. Check this out. <laughs> like, bring him over to the computer and by the end. He's like, what the fuck? Huddled over, like, Jesus Christ, they just keep coming out. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's that's my time, I guess. Uh, thanks, Crystal, and uh, you guys as well. <laughs>
0: wow, Cole Chapman. Wow. I think that your set is brought to us by three letters, uh, CSD, which are concrete specific detail. Uh, You had some really great concrete specific detail at the end with wet party streamers coming out of a butthole. That is some great concrete specific detail. Now where you lost that was um, in a couple different places you could have been specific in that you started with public masturbator and you could have been specific with people. You could have said like, Louis C.K. or I mean, there's so many instances right now. I mean, if you want to be old school, you can go back to Pee Wee Herman, but we don't even have to (laughs) do that anymore. Do you see what I'm saying? But so you can be concrete specific and you can even put a sports person in there because you can have a callback on, I'm the blank of masturbators. So if you're specific at the beginning with who are the great masturbators and then you call it back when you bring your sports thing and you're like, I'm like the blank of masturbators, then you have a callback for yourself. Um, Again, with a concrete, specific detail, you said old media, but you didn't specify Playboy till longer. I feel like you can go into Victoria's Secret or there's one of them where it's big ladies that get clothing that could be fun. What was she? What was called? Lowman's. There's a couple of old, you know, there's, but
3: there's a couple old, like my filing's basement shopper. Right. But,
0: but, but the thing, if you think of one of those, those things that you get in the mail, but it's for big ladies. That could be a funny thing to say you were masturbating to until you found porn. And again, you said you were chosen and I'm like, what specific person paper to porn hub could be a thing you went, I went from paper to you go paper to porn hub. And then this is the last thing I'm going to say. Uh, there was a dude who was Japanese who actually died by putting eels up his butt and it ate through his intestine. He didn't die, but the eel did. They took the eel out and the eels died later. And I think he lived. But anyways, he put eels up his butt. I saw the, the newspaper thing and it was like, it ate through his small intestine. So... Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what's happening in porn, but it's he, like not real. But the real people actually—he got it
4: all the way to—he got it all the way to the small intestine. I mean, Jesus Christ! It
0: started alone. eating up. It was alive, oh. and it started eating up through his intestinal system. Uh, is the more point?
3: Like more hay. Eel. Yeah,
0: it was like, and it eat. That's why he had to go to the. I like it. I like it. He <laughs> had to eventually go to the. Anyways, I'm done.
3: All right. All right. <laughs> uh,
4: great, great set. Loved it. uh So just two notes, Uh, so you were talking about uh, finding Playboy in the woods at first, right? That's a great way to segue uh, by saying, like, who's jerking it in the woods anyway? Like, why don't you jerk it to the bus station like normal people? By the way, I found my first Playboy at the bus station. Uh It's just a way to segue in. And then uh, the eel porn stuff, uh, you can say uh, as a good tag, now I can't get hard unless I eat sushi.
3: sure. That's all I got. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Is it, uh.
0: They all work. Comments? More comments?
5: Uh, I walked in late. Can you do your act
3: again? Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> no problem. We got from the top. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> cool. That was thank. Thank you for that joke opportunity. That was very nice. <laughs> A few more laughs out of this one.
0: Does Does John Does John Gallagher have something to say, or is he just playing with the microphone?
3: Yeah. Uh, I, th- I thought I was tight, dude
6: oh thanks man you did a great job oh, thanks but, dude but your dad's very proud of you uh, <laughs> sure
7: <laughs> uh yeah yeah i want to say yeah it was a really good set i loved the the way that you were doing all the crystal stuff in there particularly oh. with the material you were doing and uh, i was kind of like damn oh, i wanted to do pre-written. that would so. you believe that it's crazy yeah. pre-written yeah. oh okay um but yeah pam pretty much killed it with the feedback Uh the <laughs> job pam she did it yeah a ton of really good stuff um Mostly, I, I thought it was super relatable, but uh, Neil, um like all the stuff about like wanting to find the the thing in the woods, um, but I think uh, you could maybe cut a little quicker to oh, yeah. to uh, where it it to to when you're like then the internet came out like after you, you like you found it like there was a little bit of I don't know. Meandering around those. That, oh, that was like totally. still captivating, but once you got <laughs> to that point, then it was just uh, like all that specific detail she was talking about that was really funny. For sure.
3: Oh, cool, man.
0: Clap your hands wildly in a slappy-like uh, yeah. motion for Cole Chapman! Fun,
3: <laughs> fun fact before I leave, can I just say that the, you know the big Great Waves of Edo picture, that famous one from Japan? Uh-huh. You know the same guy who made that also created like hentai tentacle porn stuff? <laughs> yeah, fun Rats. fact, yes. dude. For real. Okay, that's it. That's my time.
0: Yay, Cole Chapman! I love learning. Again, in the fills today, we're listening to From Austin with Love by Ron Beer. He sent it to me in the mail. So if you are part of a band or a person that likes music and you want to send us stuff please do 278 121st street 94110 send us your uh your cd and we'll play it just like this one from austin with love our next comedian hey he's coming up right now we're excited to hear from him put your hands together for andrew boyston
7: like that uh, little fact at the end that Hakusai made all that fucking it's true. I <laughs> appreciate that. I wonder if I should just uh, dig in and pretend to be Andrew Boydston this whole time. <laughs>
0: Is that not you? I'm sorry.
7: No but I, I know Andrew Boydston pretty well so he I has could,
0: fluffy hair too. I could so
7: probably do his act. <laughs> he he has fluffy hair but he got he's got less on top. <laughs> I still got a little bit left. Like I have you know too much and not enough hair. At this point (laughs) the hats you know just as much to keep it out of my mouth while i eat as to hide my deepening anxiety gutters (laughs) um so i think i I think science is trying to solve the wrong problems like they're they're going really big picture they're trying to like end world hunger and stuff but i think that's dumb because if you feed everybody then they're just going to make more people to starve to death I think they need to focus on the like attainable goals. Like, I I want science to to create a pump soap that doesn't bukaki on me every third time I use it. <laughs> it's like I know I know there's ways around that. Like, I guess I can put my hand around the the soap spigot so that it doesn't spluge on my shirt. But I I don't know. I don't like putting that that grip on me. Uh, like on there, I mean, because it reminds me of when I put it on myself when I first started masturbating. I had that claw hammer grip. It's there's probably too much uh, masturbation talk already, but I'll keep I'll keep going. Um, I think it's a I think it's a totally healthy thing to do. Uh, people people jerk off into weird things though. Uh, my my roommate in college he told me that he jerked off into Dixie cups. <laughs> somehow i've never tried it I, I guess probably i haven't tried it because if i went into the store and bought dixie cups they would be just to jerk off and i would feel pretty strange uh with that transaction because i don't usually buy dixie cups for any reason <laughs> um i so i never done that but uh how many of you guys have put your penis in the little cardboard tube inside of a roll of toilet paper wow it's it seems like everybody. I don't know why we do that. I I I just put it in there hard and just like left it there for a minute and then was like, "Okay," and took it off. <laughs> I don't know what the point of that was. Um, I'm clearly like pretty open telling you guys about this stuff, but I am somewhat ashamed of of masturbation like uh I do hide all my porn tabs in in Internet Explorer all all my bookmarks just so nobody sees them. <laughs> Um but I, I think it's I think it's a good thing. I think it's a better outlet for that sexual energy than anything else. Uh but it does kind of hurt my feelings that I'm always thinking of someone else while I'm touching myself. Alright. <laughs> um so I think that Five Guys Burgers is the most insecure burger place. <laughs> You walk in there and they're just wallpapered with all their like newspaper write-ups and awards. It's like you're good enough, Five Guys. Eating there is like dating somebody who used to be fat but isn't anymore. They're they're like, please tell me I'm good. It's like you're good enough, Five Guys. Why do you think I'm here? It's like I I, I kind of see a lot of my own insecurity in Five Guys. A lot of people just want to get the Five Guys inside of them, but like I I'm like I'm inside of you, Five Guys. Yeah, like, I, I just relate because I'm, like, really insecure like that. Like, lately I've been talking about, uh, on stage, I've been talking about how I just got second place in a comedy competition. Uh, but it, in Bakersfield. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know that I should be proud of that. It, it's like, see, that means that a town that smells like shit told me that I'm number two. Uh the upside of that is I did beat Andrew Boydston in that competition. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I feel like I, I feel like Five Guys, because it's like you guys are already here listening to me. I don't need to sell you on that I'm funny. It's like what is Five Guys hoping to to get? Like the the group of people who come in there just to poop, and then they're like sitting down on the toilet, straining, and they see on the wall, oh my god, Five Guys just was voted uh, best burger place in Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> Oh, they must have had to beat out the Waffle House for that. I guess I'll start working on my next batch of Duke. All right, I think that's my time.
0: That set was brought to you by Five Guys. I don't even know what that burger place is. Wait minute, who are you if you're not Andrew? You guys have the same hair, I'm sorry, from the internet. I'm a dick.
7: That's okay. No, uh, Aiden Candelario. Aiden Candelario. Hey,
0: everybody, put your hands together for Aiden Candelario.
3: Sugar.
0: Yeah. yeah, comments.
3: Uh, I would say for the Dixie cup thing, you could go into more specifics about the potential uses for said Dixie cups uh, and why you might be purchasing them. Like, for instance, perhaps you're buying them for teens going through a Bob Dylan phase or something, so they could all do Jello shots with you and be like, "This is close enough." You know I mean?
7: Okay what's the jello shots bob dylan thing i don't know about this oh, i
3: don't know i was just trying to combine jello shots and the way you look but i don't think it worked <laughs> okay
7: yeah when you went with the the indiana jones example i was like did you just or are you just looking at me and that's where that came from no. <laughs>
3: Why is Five Guys self-conscious again? Is that they have the Burger Awards on the wall?
7: Yeah, they're just wallpapered in, like, all their, like, newspaper write-ups from around the country. Oh, okay, that is pretty well,
0: I mean, you were trying to connect with us, and I didn't know what Five Guys were. Are they, I mean, are they that ubiquitous in the city that other people know who they are? Or is there...
7: Uh, I don't know that they have too many here in the city. I'm, There's probably at least one... They're pretty widespread around the country. Yeah.
0: Just because it, I mean, you spent a lot of time trying to get us to connect with them, and I was like, I don't even know what are.
7: Yeah, they I feel are. like there is a, a not everybody knows that place That to that.
0: Is there, I mean, is there something that it could be replaceable with that it's like, because the concept of it is, I mean, I like the whole thing about the, she used to be fat, and she's all like, am I pretty? Do I look fat in this? Like, mm-hmm. that kind of, like, I I connected with that analogy. Uh-huh. But when you were talking about five, I was just like, who are these five guys? And I mean, I got your jokes in between them, where you're like, ooh, someone wants five guys inside. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, I got that, but I just,
7: like, yeah. just
0: think about connection with your audience.
7: Yeah, I definitely don't know what to do when they don't have the context of knowing the restaurant. Like, it's right. good to know some of it still works
0: in and out can you switch it with in and out
7: no nah, because in and out doesn't doesn't do that at Except all they they're... have their
0: own t-shirts they're constantly making everybody wear their merch and i don't know i don't that's know that's
7: true i, I don't know. like
0: i mean if you're thinking if you want to think burgers in san francisco we all connect with in and out i know a lot of comedians with in and out jokes i have an in and out joke i don't know who else does yeah. besides jordan
7: yeah, I, 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 that's, that's a good suggestion. I just don't know uh, that in and out is insecure. They seem pretty confident. <laughs> yeah.
0: Other comments? Uh, Clap your hands. Oh, go ahead, go uh, ahead, go uh, ahead. Sorry.
8: Hello. Um, I also thought you, you were a bit about how you have um, porn tabs on Internet, Internet Explorer. Mm-hmm. I thought you could say, like, you feel ashamed that you have those prone tabs, but you're also, you also feel ashamed that you still use Internet Explorer?
7: <laughs> I guess that's true. The idea is that I only use Internet Explorer to jerk off.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
7: oh, yeah, Bing is better if you really wanted to find something specific, like the eels coming out of the ass. <laughs> is that it?
0: Clap your hands right. wildly, Aiden Candelario. Aiden Candelario. You guys are still listening to From Austin with Love by Ron Beer in the Phils, your next comedian. What a hilarious individual. What a joy for you guys to be able to listen and critique his work. Uh, there will be barely any critiques in the amazing stories of John Gallagher. Oh, wow.
6: Thank you. Are you saying jump? Is <laughs> you saying- I like that jump off a stage, oh man, that's good. Uh, hey guys, I um, was thinking about how uh, I was to think about getting having a genie grant me a bunch of wishes. Like, if you found like a lamp, and we'd want to have him grant wishes for you. I was thinking about like how my, my wishes have changed as I've gotten like a little bit older. Like as a kid, you kind of like worry about like you know getting like really rich. Or other thing. And like today, I think if I had like a genie appear to me today, the only wish that I would want is to make it so that every person on a bicycle would just become a person on a unicycle. I think that's the only wish immediately that I'd want. Uh, Just like everybody riding around just being fucking smug pieces of shit now have to ride a unicycle and I get to watch every bicyclist in San Francisco just fall in their fucking face. Oh my God. There's something about less wheels; that just makes you smug. Do you know, this, this is a uh, the less wheels you have, the better you feel about yourself. That's that's all you do. It's, that's the thing. They could they feel bad when their their face hits the ground, but they know they were punished by by God for having too many too too many wheels, too much rubber. So you know. <laughs> I think it's just uh I, I, yeah the I think the more wheels you have, the the worse you are, right? Isn't that kind of the logic? You like uh. Like if you're in a like a spider type ATV vehicle, you're like a piece of shit, right? If you're in a a car, you're consuming the most. But then you got that one wheel baby. You got a, you have a mustache for some reason. That's all. That's all. That's all that is. It's a joke. I don't understand, but I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, guys, uh, we're talking a little bit about porn, and why not talk about porn? You know, uh, it's cool. The very first bit of pornography that my parents caught me with was actually hentai. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and because I'm in a room full of male comedians, I don't have to explain what hentai it is at all. You guys already know. We're all creeps. <laughs> uh, so that's the funniest thing. <laughs> we can applaud if you want. There we go, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what, what I got caught with was, like, a little bit of Dragon Ball Z hentai, which is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of, little bit of naked Bulma. And then in a weird bit of foreshadowing, Krillin, which is a nice little crossover because I am also a bald man. Uh, and he's just balls deep. And the funny, I think the, in hindsight, the funniest reaction was just having my parents like, like you know, I'll have to talk about it, like, uh, sex to him like one day. And then just like being confronted with like this weird sexual cartoon, like just clearly the, the, the boundaries were gone. I remember my dad is coming in just like this with like his face just blowing like... <sighs> wow okay uh so i don't know uh, so birds like birds and the bees are just out of the conversation we're way we're way past that there's a dragon and i don't know what the dragon's there for he was in the background the dragon that came out from the dragon balls was there um but i like hentai is hilarious because the thing that's funny is we're talking about people that draw hentai like in order to make hentai you also have to be into hentai right so I, th- I just think like this is the idea of a person making hentai is one of the funniest things in the world to me. So I, I created an impression called man inventing hentai. Okay. So it's just a man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, draw some hair. Yeah, this hair's nice. Supple breasts. Shapely legs. Alright, you know what? you earned a break and unbuttons the belt. <laughs> Daddy earned this one. And then just <laughs> How many sketches he get. I just, yeah, he's like, gives himself a little jack break to move on. That's just the coolest thing in the world. Speaking of jack breaks, uh, Howard Hughes, you guys like that guy, huh? He's pretty cool. Yeah. Man, like an entrepreneur, revolutionary. My favorite thing about Howard Hughes is he like fucked everybody too. Like he was doing all the stuff. He invented all these things, he's an engineer, and he's like fucking every Hollywood starlet. The other thing that's weird about Howard Hughes, he went crazy because he had like debilitating OCD along with a disease called anhedonia, which means that you interpret outside things like the wind is painful. So that's one of the reasons he, like, just was crazy pissing in jars just naked, letting his hair grow, because, like, everything was painful to him. He's like a weird tree man, right? So I think, like, the idea of a Hollywood starlet fucking Howard Hughes is amazing, because the same guy that's like, you gotta touch a doorknob three times before you shake my hand, is also, like, fucking everybody. Like, that same guy goes like, I just wanna eat your ass, put your pussy on my face. Like, it seems counterintuitive to me. Which means like now, the, like, to be like an actress, you don't approach dating Howard Hughes like a relationship, you approach it like the greatest role of a lifetime. <laughs> You know? It's like, so, because every, like, the fucking Howard Hughes has to be, like, of a very specific set of instructions. Like, he's like, you'll enter the ro- room, uh, knocking three times, I, you'll be wearing the certain black lingerie, you'll hit the moonlight at exactly a 45 degree angle, I will be lying prone, naked, with a throbbing erection, you will thrust yourself twice upon my throbbing erection, I will ejaculate, you will not come, you will leave and we'll never talk about this again. She's like, wow, I had to ace that roll. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's it.
0: Acing a role just as he ace that comedy performance. John Gallagher, everyone. The only thing I have is that after you talk about the genie with the hilarious and the stuff, just throw in and hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why not? Because you bring up the ball guy later. So why not? Cool. You really, if you had a genie, you wouldn't wish for like Ian Levy, like. Fro, like you wouldn't want that i might do oh. <laughs> don't oh. be mean to ian like okay. that love yeah. no he has tons of hair i'm saying you're you're never gonna lose your hair look how much hair he has in the back of his head it's like it's like it's nice. like it's like one of those spider plants that sprouts other plants
6: <laughs> I, i'd probably I, I, i'd wish for less hair
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah like, I would and then in way
6: more pubes it's just, <laughs> just a insane <laughs> br- bush of pubes um, or you could have this amount of hair and an insane
5: amount of you.
6: That'd be so pretty. That'd be pretty cool.
5: Uh, it's not, but uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I was for the the uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, stuff. Was it actually Bulma? Because that's not canon. I know. Uh, <laughs> I you know it actually it wasn't, should, but I thought that was funny it be because Android it would. It would 18. You know what? I actually,
6: uh, I the funniest thing is I had that thought and I did that for that exact reason to so see uh, that. Ma- uh, it makes me
5: so mad. <laughs> uh, but if you're gonna do that, you should. You I, should point it. Out. You, you, a a little, you just say that's not Canada. You that's lay a funny. little nerd
6: trap for I, you.
5: <laughs> you'll, you'll, yeah, yeah. yeah i was just sitting here, just mad at you. So like there's no <laughs> way Krillin was fucking bald. Bring oh, that fuck's Everybody yeah. knows that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bring that up later. Laid a little, lay a little nerd trap for you is a very funny thing. Yeah, to yeah say. exactly.
6: No. I mean, you know, I guarantee it. There'll be well, because you can, you can see people's faces get angry, and then you like, if it's a show where people like you, then you might have they create this narrative. Somebody comes up like, no, that's not. Oh, it goes. And you're like, well, I see you've jerked off the same thing I have. You know,
5: uh, <laughs> I got you. Uh, and then the, old, the only thing I'm you you might add for your uh, your impression mm-hmm. would be if you add a guy who it's just his day job drawing Henta but he doesn't like it. Which <laughs> oh, I just think is really like he's just talented <laughs> at it, but it's not his passion
6: at all. You know I'm just a gig man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I make these tits just milky white. Yeah, I make yeah, this come. It just it's he's, great. Yeah, it's, it's just the best of the bits so fucking like, yeah, yeah. That's a way better angle. I like that.
5: Well, no, I mean, I think you could do both I yeah, think well, work that's, that's, that, that's my thought okay. cool thanks guys
0: John Gallagher everyone hilarious stuff what a wonderful human being uh, go visit him at OMG on Tuesdays when he sometimes hosts. Your next comedian. What a what a cool drink of water this is. He has his own room now. I don't I don't know where it is. I don't remember. Uh, but I'm excited to see what he's going to do this week. Everybody, put your hands together for Ian Levy. Blow
9: your steam whistle and a start or goodbye. Hey,
5: thank you. Um, I don't actually really have my own room now. I just do a uh, do a thing at the cafe I work at. Which reception has been uh, uh, lightly annoyed at best, so I wouldn't call it exactly a hot comedy club. <laughs> it's usually just people with their children going, "Oh, are these people talking about their penises now?" Okay, we're leaving. Um, uh, I wrote I wrote one joke uh, last week, so uh, I strap in. Ah! I, I want to I make a, uh, a a line of soda drinks uh, and name it Fat Boy Soda, uh, and then I'm going to come out with a diet line of the same soda uh, and call it Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> oh, I love that joke so much, and no one, it's so good. God, I'm brilliant. <laughs> uh, I am the next Lenny Bruce, so I'm sorry, people, but that's, <laughs> I was so happy when I came up with that. Uh, And I was like, writing done! Like, no more this week. (laughs) I've already achieved comedy perfection. Why keep working when you've already hit Mount Olympus of giggles? Thank you, Pav. Thank you for stating the obvious. (laughs) Um, no, I did, I, uh, what did I want to talk about? Oh, yeah, I've been trying to get better at stand-up comedy. I've been trying to get better at stand-up comedy. I don't know if you guys know, but the way you get good at stand-up comedy is you go to a lot of open mics, and you practice your jokes. Uh, And I've recently found a lot of open mics that no other comics go to. Uh, Yeah, it's these places called, um, karaoke. right? And you just go with your hot five minutes of jokes, uh, and you pick the quietest song on the roster, uh, which is Cat Stevens, Father and Son, uh, and then you let the first few bars play, and he goes like, ba-ba-ba-ba, it's not time to make a change. And then I come out and go like, you guys ever seen a penis? And then <laughs> fucking kill. So just destroy. Uh, I work at a cafe a lot, and I found there's a weird um, there's a weird thing that customers, a weirdly specific thing customers say. Uh, a lot of times, I spend most of my time asking people, oh, would you like this drink for here to go? And nine times out of ten, people who get a drink to go will say, I will have it to go just in case. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> who are these people who are drinking their coffee out of a paper cup and then, like, what's this? A crime is afoot. And then, like,. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand the the just just in case bit. It's like just in case the environment wasn't fucked up enough. That's my. Do you guys follow the the environment news? What's happening with the the world? You guys been following this? Apparently, uh, it's not great. Uh, and uh, uh, there's a people on the the right. They tend to make this argument uh, whenever people. Uh, talk up uh, environmental science. They're like, you can't trust environmental scientists, right? Because they just have to say global warming is real to keep their job. Uh, Which sounds right. That sounds accurate to me if you ask me. Because when I think of, I have a friend who's an environmental scientist and I once asked him, I said, hey, why did you get into environmental science? And he said, man, I got this job for two reasons. For the money and the pussy. (laughs) It's like sounds like environmental science. That is that sounds accurate. Um So I think I think it's uh I think it's safe to say uh I'm a I'm a male comic. Uh that seems pretty obvious. And I would say, uh, obviously, when doing comedy, it is easier to be a woman. Like, that just goes without saying. It's just... I wanted to prove this recently, right? And so, in order to prove this, I decided to pass myself off as a woman and go to a comedy show, right? So, just so I could get booked more. And so, what I did was I got a, a, a little wig, right? And a little, like, you know, a blouse and some stockings and a skirt. I shaved my beard, shaved my legs. I went to a comedy show just to prove how easy women have it. And immediately at this comedy show, I mean immediately, I got raped. Now, oh, oh, man. And then I went to the police, and I was like, oh, crime has happened. And they're like, what were you wearing? And I was like, oh, a wig and stockings. And then they were like, ah, sounds like you were asking for it. And I said, I wasn't asking for it. I was just trying to get booked more on comedy shows. And they said, same difference. And then... That's the end of that bit. Okay, I'm done. That's my time.
0: Ian Levy, everyone! Yay! So you officially have my new favorite rape joke. That was perfect and very, Well, here's the thing I found with
5: that joke. Comics laugh at it. No one else does. No,
0: of course not. I've tried it
5: numerous times to dead silence.
0: Well, but...
6: And
5: I will say... Here, (laughs) you had great response. Well, well, okay, actually, I was...
6: Kind of uh I you know what I say? I say rape is never funny unless JCK is doing it. <laughs> 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 anyway, that's that's a boo <laughs> by Jezebel.com, okay? <laughs> it's a Jezebel.com article from two four years ago. You <laughs> you
0: you set it up well. The the word blouse is perfect. Uh here's this was the only like comment I have. I loved I love when you do your weird voice at the beginning when you said I have a new jo- joke and you go I love that Ian Levy voice. I think you can do anything in there. And make me laugh, but
5: I'll read you, War and Peace next time I'm here. So, just that'll be that. perfect, as
0: long as you go. <laughs> but if you'd be like, "Well, it was the Tap tap." Anyways, so the one thing I would say though is that you said, "You said about the person who was like, why is he into environmental science or whatever?' And he's like, for the pussy.' So I think that's the punchline. But I think you need two things in front of it. Like, I I care about narwhals, the trees." in Vietnam are a problem and for the pussy. Okay, Cause I think yeah. for the pussy is for the punch. I would like
5: yeah, yeah. Say no, some no, environmental was, Yeah, things more and a then, kind of thing.
0: Cause you, I mean, I just felt like you got there too fast to like, to the, you know, anyway. But that was the only thing. Oh, but I, I everything else I enjoyed. Oh, I Other comments?
5: Can't develop emotional connections. <laughs> Other
0: other comments on Ian Levy or his lovely. He has a lot of hair. Do you want to comment on his?
5: Dare I say too much?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you have the thing in your hand. Yeah. Do you want to talk. I I liked it, man.
10: I
11: like. <laughs> I,
10: like I liked uh, as as one former coffee shop uh, employee. I like that. I'll take it to go just in case. Mm. White people are fucking garbage. Man. <laughs> I fucking hate white people, and uh, that joke epitomizes that. Yeah. But I like that a lot. That was that was real. And you know what? That one's for San Francisco. Yeah. Don't change don't change that. Yes. But never do it in Modesto. If
5: I wasn't worried about breaking stuff after that, I would drop the mic. I'm so that compliment from the Jay Wolf himself.
0: You raised your hand. Oh, yes. Find a microphone, friend. Uh, you have to just have to find a microphone. Uh, you can go to the one in the window. Or there you go.
2: Hi. Uh. Yeah. I, I was just thinking that in that just in case. And you just reminded me. Uh. You might be able to get some more out of that by sort of going into like what the fuck could you possibly have it in case of like what what do you, right. what, what situation would coffee save your life yeah yeah what, i mean like he
0: did the one about the the robbery the but robbery. yeah more like yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, and even further just in case you have to take that scalding hot coffee and throw it in someone's face down the street because they were trying to rape you. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah. I don't can, can I milk that coffee? Can I uh, can I milk that coffee drink or that coffee joke more or can I half and half that coffee? drink?
0: Uh, uh, Bam! Oh! Uh, Oh. Making jokes during oh, the dear.
5: I rea- That's a real experience. I work in a cafe. Is this, I speak from truth.
12: <laughs> okay.
0: That's what makes comedy real. Everybody clap wildly for Ian Levy. Again, if you're enjoying the sounds and the fills, this is From Austin with Love by Ron Beer. I'm assuming he's from Austin. I just got it in the mail today. Uh, Ron Beer at ronbeer.com. If you guys have are in a band or you listen to this and you have any music you can always send it to us here at mutiny radio two seven eight one twenty first street 94110 uh, if you give me a cd i will play it i don't i don't give a fuck uh your next comedian what a what an amazing guy this is he uh, just came back off Uh, His big Chicago tour and his big Portland tour. He has an amazing show every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight called The Night Space. You can buy his first two books on Amazon. The third one's coming up. Those are called High Time Storytime with your next comedian. It's Arden! Hey,
4: everybody. Oh man, that's too you. You, you setting the bar way too high, Pam. <laughs> it's it's joke workshop. This is not going to be that pretty. Uh, everyone's talking about porn. I uh, I I got really into uh, women's eyes because I grew up in the age of uh, twenty-eight-eight dial-up. All right, and and I got to get to Little League. I don't have time to for the whole picture to load. So you know it's going to be eyes and bust. Anyway, all right. Uh, Yeah, I was, uh, Pam, with all the merchandise I've been thinking, somewhere there are kids running around with misprints of my face, you know, (laughs) misprints of my face, just all smushed up, just print, just horror, horror, nightmare fuel, not, not that my regular face isn't nightmare fuel, but, you know, it's just, oh, man. Uh, I'm Elon Musk, he, he's ne- yet again trying to re- bring back the 80s for me. Uh, he's brought back one of my favorite terrible movies. Uh, Maximum Overdrive. Uh, with the self-driving trucks now and the self-driving cars, it's, it's just a matter of time to... Who was in that? Was it Emilio Estevez? Yes. Yeah, Emilio Estevez being chased down the road by trucks and cars and coke machines and all sorts of crazy shit. i um, dating myself here. I wish I could date myself. Oh, it makes life so much easier. Uh, I, I just watched a horrible, no, not horrible, horrifying clip on YouTube about uh, uh, the potential for AI murder drones. And uh, it, it was one of these clips where they asked a bunch of scientists, like, oh, well, it's a potential scenario. And they're like, well, if you put shape charges on teeny tiny drones and you give them AI with facial recognition, yeah, they could run around and just kill everybody. And I was like, oh, good, the end is here. <laughs> Hooray! Yay!" because you know some 15-year-old who's just cranky at the world because he doesn't have high-speed internet either. You know, he, he's he's going to just build one of these things, and that's it. Then then somebody's going to put that on the internet, and then Jesus Christ, we're all dead. Oh, right, Ken? Right, Ken? Oh, man. I... Uh, Oh yeah, I was thinking about this today. Uh, I can't wait for last fucking baby boomer to die already. Because uh, by the time they actually die, all of us will be hanging on by our fingernails, right, to the edge of our desk going, Jesus Christ, just once the last one's dead, we can fix all this shit. They'll stop. no more no more fights in Congress or right? we can just fix all this bullshit once they're all fucking dead. Oh God. God. Oh. All right. The bit I want to work on. All right. Uh, I studied English. I studied English. Joe, you studied English, right? Uh, Pam, you studied English. Anybody else study English? Yeah, anyway. All right. Not important. All right. I studied the genesis of our language. I, I studied the genesis of our language, Phil Collins et al. All right. Uh, now it started. Pop culture used to be the epic poem, uh, the oral tradition. Thanks, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, you know, but these these poems were passed down generation to generation. They took hours to tell. Oh man, insert oral joke here. Uh, anyway, I can't even remember the latest tweet. Not, our brains are fucking fried. You know, I'm gonna be sitting there going, you know, let me pull out the latest tweet from uh, from uh, Virgil here. Uh, that, that's a call to Dante's Inferno, calling back to Virgil, calling back to yeah. Uh, anyway, that's as much as I got on that that bit about the English language. But uh, I think it's a very niche joke. Uh, but I'm pretty sure we're we're, we're going to find an audience for it somewhere. All right, that's been my time. My name's Art. Arden.
0: Arden, everybody. I'd say that joke was more Nietzsche than Nietzsche. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, don't be a con, Pam. What? That's a Ken Suzuki oh joke. That's very funny. Um... About, uh, if you're gonna add more things to your Dante joke, uh, number seven, th- seven layers of hell, things like that. Yeah. But what I was really curious about is that you mentioned Maximum Overdrive, which definitely keys into a lot of things about me because of also key bumps, because it was written and directed by Stephen King, and someone yep. actually died on the set because yep. he just wasn't paying attention because he was so coked up. It was like right before he wrote that shitty Tommyknockers when he was on tons and tons of cocaine. So if you're gonna talk about, I'm sorry, I'm a Stephen King scholar. <laughs> That <laughs> you like the Tommyknockers? That pile of sh- That pile of dog shit is the worst of all of his novels. I'm sorry, we can have a conversation about it for real sometime if you want, but <laughs> I mean, I read it all the way through, but. The point is that in 1986, 87, he was on a lot of cocaine. Yes. I am not tonight. I'm just, okay. I just sound like it, but I'm not. Uh, but if you're going to talk about maximum overdrive, there was so much there to talk about. So yeah. I'd like speed spelunk- long. Cause you just sort of like grazed the surface. I, I, I like, got to rewatch oh!
4: it. That's the thing. I made the connection tonight and I've got to rewatch it it's, because
0: it just came on Netflix again.
4: Yep. So, uh, yeah, no, but with Elon Musk every day, it's like new AI driven thing. And I'm just like, okay, so when do the things just start running people over? Sure. Or
0: the drones. I saw three parrots today flying in Dolores Park with a child. And I was like, are those drones? I couldn't believe they were real parrots. (laughs) No, I've got
4: video of that on Instagram.
0: (laughs) It was, I saw that today. Um, other than that, you're incredibly personable on stage. I'd listen to you talk about anything. Other comments?
4: Come on, Anything? guys. Every week, come on. Give me something. Nothing? Nothing?
0: I I can't. <laughs> that's, I know that's Ken's joke.
4: All I can do is steal Ken's jokes. No, I mean, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, don't reread Dante's Inferno because it's boring as fuck. But, yeah. I mean.
4: Oh, Ken Gazzle? Just the punchline.
13: Which one? Like, I just uh, punch him up. <laughs> and then...
0: He's like any of them, <laughs>
13: I guess when you said uh predator drones or yeah. kill drones" as soon as you said that before you transitioned to your little explanation, I thought you took a pause and I was like, you can you could have injected anything right there, yeah, to like transition them in, so some punch or tag right there,
4: oh, okay, yeah,
0: all right.
4: Alright, guys. Well,
13: Clap
0: your hands in a wild slappy like notion yeah. for Arden. I want We're still listening to From Austin with Love by Ron Beer. Your next comedian. Uh what I the happiness that I feel every time he comes into this room is like I'm just I'm over the moon. I feel like I'm a fangirl, and every time he comes in, I'm like, I just want. Like, I'm, I want to, I'll touch the microphone later in the dark. I'll be like, he, his, his chin touched this microphone. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, anyways, he's going to be on the show this Friday, which I'm very excited about. So, hell in a handbasket. It's a competition. I bet he's going to kick everyone's ass. Because uh, I don't mean to be such a fangirl, but he is my favorite comic in San Francisco. Everybody, Joe Gorman!
10: Oh, my gosh. let's Let's get into it, man. Yo, it's confession time. Uh, mutiny. I've been having some health problems. I have an undiagnosed hernia. Anyone else have that shit? It is the craziest thing. It's like, it's, it manifests as a physical lump, uh, in my upper stomach where my abs should be. And it only comes out when I smoke. So needless to say, I am constantly having hernia problems, undiagnosed. All I've been doing is going around San Francisco and it's acting up and asking people to touch it. I was like, Will you touch? Is, this, is this fucking weird right now? And the diagnosis is yes. It is very fucking weird. I have a hernia. We are dealing with it. Marijuana gave me this hernia. Marijuana can cure this hernia. I know. I just, I have to believe in myself. My marijuana God is trying me right now. These are like the trials of Job, only it's Joe. And it's like, how much do you love marijuana? Enough to give me a hernia and hopefully cure my hernia too. We'll see what happens. Sometimes I'll get it. I'm like, ah, fuck, I can't move. And then... Ah, and then it will eventually go away i'm trying to do stretches i am not trying to get surgery we'll see my dad says i have hernias and you gotta get surgery i'm not gonna get surgery how about fucking that huh like a fucking man like a tough fucking man huh hell yeah getting into it dude i had to you know what I'm not going to talk about porn. Everyone else is like, yo, porn's fucking crazy. I'm going to be brave. I'm not talking about porn. I'm talking about fucking. How about that? Yeah. The grandfather of porn. All right. Oh, gee, porn, dude. It is crazy. I was having a discussion with one of my friends about sex. And mainly it's just how, like, my self-esteem is in that place where it's like, I'll have sex. Like, I'm all about I'm super about consent, like I'll stop sex midway through and like remind a woman that she's having sex with me and be like do you want me to turn on the lights and she's like no keep the lights off i'm like i feel like making love to you in the dark is a form of rape culture so i would much prefer the lights on the videotape, so we have a fucking record of all of this happening all about consent that is why i don't know if you guys know this. that's why r kelly had so many sex tapes it was all about consent to cover up in a court of law did you know that Me and R. Kelly, fucking great artistic minds, think alike. How crazy would that be if I had, like, a sex cult of 14-year-olds? That would be weird. But my comedy is so honest and brutal, of course I would address it on stage. I'm like, so my sex cult is acting up. Make some noise if you have a sex cult. Everyone's like, wait a minute. R. Kelly, very smart, never rapped about his sex cult. And that fucking 15 parts to Trapped in a Closet. He even included a dwarf at one point. Never once included a fucking sex cult. Think about that, man. It's crazy, dude. Like, I'm such a... I'm a comic 100% of the time, too. One time... I beat the odds. I was having sex with a woman. You'd expect me to be all, like, serious about it. Like, oh, you're so wonderful. And, like, saying, like, sweet little nothings into her ear as I pumped away. Nah, man, I was a fucking comic, dude. I was barebacking, which is how I fucking roll. Cannot afford condoms. Don't believe in latex. I was, like, having sex with her. Man, I feel like such a bro, but there's a bunch of fucking dudes and Pam here so we can cut loose, dude. (laughs) I was having sex, and... She said, I have an IUD. You can come inside of me. I make eye contact with her without missing a beat, said I was going to come inside of you anyway. (laughs) How fucking cool. That is like... She's laughing. I'm laughing. We both climax at the exact same time. That's romance. That's true love, man. That is like Lady and the Tramp slurping on the same noodle. Their disgusting little dog noses touch, huh? Han Solo about to be frozen in carbonite. Halea says, I love you. He says, I know. I'm fucking a woman. She says you can come in me. I do it anyway. Ah! Love is real. Love and stand-up is real and alive, guys. Never never doubt that, man, all right? We got to exercise some demons, and you know what? I'm going to be fucking real. I came up here, and I did have like a little bit of the hernia acting up. I was up on stage, acting all goofy, having a good time. Hernia went away, man. <laughs> fucking, yeah, dude. I fucking cured myself. Fuck Western medicine! The last time I went to the doctor, it cost $600. Never again. I'm going to buy six ounces of weed instead. How about that? Ah, My name is Joe Gorman. Any feedback is appreciated and welcome. Roll headstones around. Yeah, dude. Don't even try to fucking... Yo, you plebeian comics. What a slap in the face it would be if this riff session got any feedback. But hey, guys. Okay. We all have to start somewhere. I most,
0: I mostly have yeah. questions. I of have, course. I have... Well, first, I'll touch your... Um, I'll, I'd love to touch your... Um hernia to yeah, see if for it's sure. to see if it's real or not. Yeah, ta- yeah. I have I I, I I my ex-husband was an emergency veterinarian, so I know just enough to be dangerous.
10: Yeah, dude. has he operated on a wolf? Yeah. Oh shit. Huh?
0: Could, oh, you guys see it? for boy. those of you listening on the
10: radio, I call myself the Jay Wolf.
0: <laughs> um so if you ever want to sit down and know about Job, I am I know a lot about Job, so if yeah. you ever want to do that like cuz you sort of touched on it and if you ever want to expand on Job, I know a lot about Job. Like there's a lot of specific things like his wives were killed, his children, his cattle, like everything was taken. But you can like compare things with your life, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. We could have a conversation sometime. Um but then the other thing is just what would you call your sex cult?
10: Oh, that's a great because question.
0: Because it's like your you gaggle of 14-year-olds yeah. that follow you. They're, They're just not little
10: chuckle fuckers. Are they little chuckle
0: fuckers? Yeah,
10: little chuckle fuckers, right? You guys are weird to admit. Like, we would all have a sex cult if we could. Louis C.K. is just the tip of the creepy comedy iceberg. Absolutely. And everyone's trying to pretend like, ah, oh, we all knew. Everyone here knew. We said nothing because we all wanted to open for him someday.
0: Well, ah, we're all monsters. No, I, I, was, I felt the same way about it. I was yeah. like, if you wanted to jack off in front of me, I'd be like, cool. Thanks. Like, what's Where's my special? What's the
10: point of no, doing I, comedy if we can't fucking yeah, jerk off in front of yeah, you? Why I, am I even
0: telling jokes
10: I don't, if I can't fucking masturbate in front of somebody? I, <laughs> That's all I want to do. If I could do that. Oh, my God. Well, my comedy is
0: sort of like masturbation on stage, if you think about it, like yeah. in a sort of an analogous sense. Um, but I loved your set. Anybody else comment? Thank you all right comments anyone no one has anything because he's amazing
10: thank you very much man appreciate it
11: all
0: right guys everybody loves him (laughs) put your hands together joe gorman yay his little group of chuckle fuckers that'll be so Jay wolf it's got to be something with wolves like baby wolves what are baby wolves called cubs like the cub the you call them the cub scouts you call them your gaggle of 14 year olds the 14 year old sex cults they're called the cub scouts right okay anyways your next comedian uh i don't know but he was on the internet and we're gonna see what happens and i'm very excited everybody put your hands together for chee lou
9: hello everyone
8: Uh, Here's an interesting fact, my Japanese friend actually told me that "bukaki" is a normal word in Japanese, it just means, you know, uh, spill or flood. (laughs) Which means over the weekend, some news anchor in Japan had to say the uh, Keystone Pipeline just had an oil bukaki today. It made a big mess. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad it stopped raining. Uh, I don't know. There's something about rain that just makes uh, San Francisco to stop functioning. Like whenever it rains, people they 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 like forget how to drive. They become grumpy. They uh, they start uh, flaking to events. It's almost like rain uh, gives San Francisco an an early taste of Alzheimer's disease, (laughs) which uh, (laughs) which makes me kind of worried. Like my my uh, my grandma is starting to get uh, you know is losing her memory and. the one good thing that comes out of that is that I could share the same story with her and she will find out exciting. And that's pretty much how I got into comedy in the first place. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Muni, how many of you know who Paul um, was? It Maccarelli is? You do? No? Well, <laughs> uh, all of you have seen his work actually. He's the, uh, he's the can you hear me now guy. From Verizon. Yeah. I, I really miss that guy. Um I feel like he represents the uh or the can you uh hear me now guy represents the best values of average American workers, right? He's hardworking, he's honest, and he's gay. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> uh, like compared to him, I really uh dislike the new uh Verizon commercial where um there's a new guy that's like doing uh like being a jackass dropping a mic, or like he's uh, he's riding around the office uh, in that little red tricycle, telling everyone about the new Google phone. Like I I mean I guess that that what that guy's doing is kind of representative of how of the uh, Verizon customer service. But <laughs> I don't know I just I just really uh, I just really dislike him, and uh, you know watching him his uh, these new commercials just just proves the old American saying of you know you you really shouldn't let a straight man do a gay man's job. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna ask a, a, a very Buddhist question, which is uh, how much time do I have left? <laughs> oh okay. Well uh uh, uh, I will. uh actually I think that's all I want to say today, but thank you very much. <laughs>
0: You stay up there, sweetheart. You stay up there. You stay up there. This is the part where the comments happen. Oh, okay. So, Junior. yay. Welcome. Is this your first time? How many times have you been doing comedy?
8: Uh, this is like my third time here, maybe. But, so, yay. yay.
0: Okay, keep coming <laughs> back. Lots of love. Woo. Keep coming back. Um, So, I enjoyed your thing about people in SF having Alzheimer's and telling the same story, but I feel like there's an extra tag on it, only because everyone in SF like we also so uh, the only time I hear the same story isn't on stage with comedians but it's like in a bar with people I hang out with in the bar and in SF a lot of people hang out with people in bars and you just hear the same story over and over so it's like they are they are people with Alzheimer's but it's just because we're drunks it's the city of drunks that's why we can't remember I would say that the the reason that people in San Francisco have Alzheimer's is because we're drunks Mm. right because we just there's a bar in every corner it's just a San Francisco stereotype that exists but it's real I mean I drink a lot okay so and then you said that you you kept saying gay things are you gay?
8: No, no, no. Oh, okay. I to say something weird, but it, it well, probably came off a little offensive. No, 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 no,
0: no. It didn't. It didn't come off offensive. I just didn't know because you have such a cute outfit on. Oh. I had no idea. Okay,
8: when I perform that bit, I'll wear my worst clothes. Well, on no, but stage. It's, it's
0: like, and you said like you said something about who is gay, and then the other guy was riding around on the thing, and I was like, well, he is not gay, but. Um, And then I said, "Are you?" but here's the thing, so when you're doing jokes and you're kind of new and you started connecting, you're trying to connect with people on the cell phone thing and the TV commercials. So you have to think about as a comedian, how can you connect with the audience with things that come from you? Because right now you're picking things outside of yourself and Uh saying, here's something that people connect to they have a Verizon phone, or they're watching TV, or they've seen this commercial. So instead of you connecting directly with the audience, you're picking something outside yourself, and you're hoping that you can connect together on that thing. So you're like removing comedy. I'm sorry, I'm talking esoterically about comedy, but so it's like you're removing yourself from the concept. So you as a comedian, the reason we're here is we want to see you. We want to know what you're about. So when you're talking about, these other things and then you kind of mentioned gay things and I'm like oh my god is he super gay and I was like oh I want him to be super gay but like you have to you were doing jokes that you came up with but they were they weren't from you they were from like this out you were picking ideas that were not like intimately connected with your core being
8: okay
4: do you
0: see I mean am I being too esoteric I'm sorry I'm talking it's
8: I think you're trying to <laughs> say, but, like, make my jokes about, like, as but, if they're my opinions, basically. But
0: about yeah. you, oh. th- the reason that comedy is funny is that you're unique and you're you and you're making us laugh. But you weren't being you, so it's like you have to figure out what are the things about you that we're going to find funny as opposed to trying to take something outside of yourself that we think will be funny, too. Hmm. Does that make sense? I'm sorry, am I a crazy person today? <laughs> I, I didn't eat anything, so I'm kind of on this like weird high of like weird sugars in my body being right, digested. So I apologize.
8: Too much writing, not enough personality. Probably you had an right. idea. Uh,
13: the most long-winded one was even trying trying to connect this Paul, whatever his name yeah. is, character. Just imagine, just shorten and tighten everything. Okay. So you can find out where the punchlines are. Imagine you have an idea and you want it to fit in Twitter before it became 280 characters, like old school Twitter okay (laughs) try to get yourself to condense your thoughts into that and work on minimizing so write that out take a red pen to it and look for all the excess words that take away from what you're trying to do that's all
0: okay but keep going up lots and lots and lots and, and I really do like your outfit I oh, mean just on a purely just <laughs> people on the radio he looks really he looks really put together the rest of these schlubby comedians you could learn something uh, from Chi Lu. everybody yay Your next comedian. I'm sorry guys, I'm I'm a little weird tonight because I'm super high and I haven't eaten, so I'm like in this weird sort of, but I, it's not like I've been doing, I didn't eat an edible, I don't have any weird drugs on me. I'm not like, I don't do meth anymore. Your next comedian, put your hands together everybody for Joe Huller.
2: Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, I just realized what a terrible mistake I have made. Um, I haven't done comedy in a little while and I was I was deciding how I wanted to like get back into the flow of things uh, And I decided to do this in front of a bunch of other fucking comics That's like getting laid for the first time in a year in front of a bunch of male porn stars And it's like even if, if they're being nice to you it's even worse than like if, if they're actually criticizing you They're like no you're you're doing you're doing a great job man You're doing so no matter what you say even if you say I'm doing a great job It's gonna be the nice male porn star letting me know that I'm, I'm doing terribly so that's not a joke that I came up here prepared with. I've always been fascinated by mermaids because to me it's the easiest unexplained phenomenon to explain. You know, they're like, they're like, this legend must have come from somewhere. It's pretty easy for me to see where this particular legend came from. It was it was probably a sailor who had been out to sea too long and he had had uh, too much... Bad salt pork, and he had had too much rum, and, and he was, you know, and hadn't had pussy in like, you know, three months or something like that, which, which would drive any guy crazy. Uh, and they hauled some sort of animal onto the ship, and, you know, maybe like a, like a narwhal or a dolphin, what have you. And he went after it, and he was like, Oh, she's a beautiful woman. And, and the other guys were trying to stop him. But then one guy, and there's always one guy on the ship that has this brilliant idea, he's like, What if we just don't stop him? Let's just see how this goes. Bam, First Mermaid was born. They never let him forget about it. Uh, I was thinking about the opioid crisis the other day, right, which is always a great subject for laughs. and um, just something that occurred to me that I thought was really weird is like is like is like there, there isn't one doctor in the country who noticed a, a, like a connection between like, his patient list getting smaller and like the fact that he was prescribing all of these pills is there really a guy who was sitting on his fucking couch watching the news and and they were like you know like opium crisis is killing one person every eight minutes and he's like oh oh shit That's where half the fucking football team went. He's like a sports doctor or something. I don't know. I think there should be some accountability in there somewhere. Maybe they should send you a memo when someone dies of a prescription that you fucking prescribed them. I don't know. Um, I'll finish off with this bit unless my time isn't up and then I'll have to come with some other shit. I saw a commercial recently. This is a real commercial that was uh, an army commercial. And it's a, it's a drill sergeant he's yelling at his troops and he's like why did you join the military? And the first guy says, you know, to become a soldier, drill sergeant. And he goes up to the second guy and he's like why did you join the military? And he says like, you know, to fight for freedom or some bullshit. And then he goes up to the third guy and he goes, why did you join the military? And he says, to become a graphic artist, sir. And he goes, you joined the world's greatest military to become a graphic artist? Outstanding! And I was like, what? As someone who is an artist who grew up in a military household, I can tell you that that is not how the fuck that shit went down. Yeah. It was not like, wake up! You will create your creative space and make your chaos! You will reveal the deepest parts of your soul to move the human psyche in ways that they heretofore had not thought able to be moved! That was not my experience. It was like we're canceling your guitar lessons if you don't stop smoking pot. That was more like what my experience was with the whole thing. Boom! Right on the nose. Thanks, guys. Uh, I appreciate any feedback. Joe
0: Holler, everyone. Oh, you stay up there. You stay up there. There you go. That last act out was awesome. That was a great act out. It was really, really great. It was well-scripted. It was well-performed. You have great stage presence. You're a really good actor. It was a really good act out. Um, And I laughed at that whole thing. Um, And just so you know, there is history on um, guys on the oceans they used to they're manatees manatees have boobs like a female it was it's a a manatee so they would actually sometimes they would skin them because then they had more like they could fuck them easier because they were dying and they felt more like women anyways there's some really terrible first person narratives from um, sailors in the 1800s (laughs) other comments from people I'm sorry this is the joke workshop (laughs)
10: When was the last time you uh, you performed? You said it was. Uh, it's been a while.
2: Um, Stand up. Yeah. Um, two years. Um, but but oh. I've been doing some
10: improv. Music. Oh right on. Okay. Yeah, because I was. Yeah, because it was sharp, man. It was good. I
2: didn't prepare very
10: well. No, that's even better, man. It's or it's organic, dude. And that's that's a good thing, man. I think. You know, there's a lot... uh, Sometimes, like, uh, it can come across as over-rehearsed if you worry too much, but I think, like, it was a very natural cadence, and the jokes had a good flow to it, and I think it works for you. I think it works for your character and and persona to do that. I don't think you need to overthink. I think you have a natural funniness that you're able to tap into on stage. Uh, So I think just keep it up, man.
11: Yeah, the military bit was awesome. Uh, Maybe on the mermaid bit... uh, You might want to try setting it up in a a more real, real, realistic way. Like just, you know, said he was three months. Maybe it's three years. He hasn't seen a woman, or you know, he can't masturbate because there's other people around. I don't know. I would just make it the fake part. Make the fake part realer, I guess. There's an on-off
0: switch on that. You might have turned it off accidentally. I'm not sure what happened there because that one
2: is out. Um, Yeah, that was that was actually like one of the two years old bits that I don't know why I was like. Com- more comfortable with it so I wanted to throw that in first but it clearly <laughs> was not as good as the ones that I'd written that were a week ago you know so thank you
10: well that's the cool thing about comedy is you only know until after you do it yeah so,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that, that bit sucks so are
0: you gonna are you uh, are you gonna try to get back into it pretty regularly yeah. or what's your suite yeah, yeah. Well, well welcome back thank you yeah, yeah you should you can go to Brainwash or after this or to Mission Hill Saloon they're right up here like three blocks away so go hit up another open mic awesome yay everybody clap your hands together for Joe Huller I'm in bed yay in the fills today we're listening to From Austin with Love by Ron Beer thanks for giving us your CD bro your next comedian he's a funny guy haven't seen him in a while and it's great to see him back everybody put your hands together for Eric Ibsen
9: same woman been by my side
12: I, I don't get Thanks guys. Thanks for coming out. Um, I uh, was wondering about meditation, and um, well, I've, I've I've been meditating for a long time, and uh, I can't seem to not think about stuff when when I'm meditating. So I realize that that I think this is just an impossibility. I don't think that I think it's just a myth, right? Because there's no matter what you have, you think. Stupid shit, right? I mean, it's impossible not to think. Well, if you're me, it's it's impossible not to think stupid shit. So, so llamas, uh, what's their deal? I mean, really, what, what's 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 up with them? Like, why? What was God thinking? Like. This is at the end of a day, long day of inventing animals, and he's just like, I got to bust one more out, and yeah, I've got one. It's not a sheep, it's not a camel. It's there's no hump. I mean, without the hump, there's no point, right? Like, what's the deal? There's no no okay, no humps twice the L's. It doesn't make sense to me. So hemorrhoids. <laughs> who invented that word? Where does it come from? I don't know either. It's just, but I'm pretty sure the guy that invented it is the same guy who invented the word diarrhea. None of which have anything to do with either of those things. Water coming out your ass doesn't sound like diarrhea. Itchy, bleeding ass That doesn't sound like hemorrhoids There's got to be some better words for this What they are, I don't know I don't know, maybe annoyed I don't know Uh, I've got annoyed I'm annoyed (laughs) Maybe right now you're all annoyed I don't know, no you're not Anyway, um, I've been thinking about words And I'm glad there's so many English majors here tonight Uh, (laughs) So Party booper, where did that word come from? Probably a pretty bad party is what I'm guessing, right? Some guy like, you know, this is great. Everybody's having a good time, except for him. He decided to make a statement before he left. (laughs) Just take a big shit and then everybody knows the word. They just don't remember the guy. So anyway, I think about that. So, um, you ever have one of those days where uh, every time you fart, you're pretty sure you're going to shart? It's exactly what this set's like. <laughs> all right, that's all the time I've got.
11: <laughs>
0: Ibsen set today, brought to you by poop and butts and farts, poops, butts, and farts. Eric Ibsen comments. Ken it's
12: Suzuki. okay. None of it was Ken funny. I
0: thought it
12: was funny
13: at the time. I'm <laughs> not like I'm not I'm not a good comic, so take everything I say with with a really huge drain of salt. You used to come here with your son, right? Yeah. So you're a dad. Yeah. Uh, okay, we can tell. Um it was really king of the dad jokes, and I liked a lot of them, though, uh, the premise-wise. Uh, the first two, I think all you need to do is just write out, and my advice might sound old, but shorten and figure out what the punchline is, because with the meditation bit, you're talking about how there's a contradiction between the idea, or, or there's an absurdity to it, between the idea of trying to be thoughtless and how that's something none of us can really do, mm-hmm. and especially with stupid shit. So I think there's a lot there, and then I like animal bits a lot, especially playing with words uh, with the llama thing. So just write out all the possible like crazy things you could say. What's the deal with this? They're like a they're like a camel without the hump, but they spit like a go I don't know. And there's a lot of possibilities. So really dig down deep into that one. Um, you could use an automata honestly for diarrhea or for um, hemorrhoids.
0: On a monopedia and both diarrhea.
13: Like, a diarrhea doesn't sound like water coming out your ass, but psh, could, but it uh, is dire.
12: But boom, right. see,
13: I like yeah. you to You're playing with words. Yeah. This whole set was yeah. you just unpacking language, which I really liked. Um, party pooper.
0: Poop, poop, poop. That poop, one poop, I was that you a number of ways
13: too, <laughs> and you delivered it in like a really kind of like nice innocent like way. So I that one I liked as well. I like the premise of that, so keep going with that. Thank you. And what was your last one? Was it Ended at Party pooper? or was there one more? It
0: was about farting.
13: Oh, sharding. yeah. Sharting. I like it how you like incorporate like when you have a set and you just do X when we all do it's... um.
0: I think you should mention how you're like the oldest three-year-old com- comedian. You should be like, I am a savant. I am the world's <laughs> oldest, youngest comedian. You're like, I am a three-year-old comedian in the body of a you say whatever age you are, because you did all poop button fart jokes. And it would be so funny if you came, I mean, if your jokes go to like it you I might think. as well tie and be like I love butts they're so fun and just be like stupid and kid like because like that as like a silly act out with that material could actually be especially with like your size and girth and space on and age and who you I mean if you like pretended to be like I'm a boy and you're like super farting fart, 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 you know that could be funny I think
12: <laughs> anything could be funnier than tonight <laughs> <laughs> well but just yeah, it's yeah. the same
0: language but mm-hmm. then putting it with a different package.
12: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And and to juxtapose your package with, with something package. else. That's I'm sorry, that was could be taken the wrong way. <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
12: sorry. Yeah, that's all. That's all good stuff. Anyone else?
0: Talking about girth and packages. Thanks, Arden. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> over the course. All right, yeah, guys. Man. Hey, th-
12: thank you. Appreciate it. Put your <laughs> together
0: you. for Eric Ibsen. Girth and baggage, Absolutely. (laughs) Let me pull them. They're getting a little feedback. Sorry about that. A little hot, hot on the mics tonight. Hot. Like your next comedian. My goodness. Uh, He hasn't been here in a while and I'm excited to see him. See what he's bringing to the table. Put your hands together. For David Klein!
11: Very sweet of you to say, Pam. Uh, So I am married. And uh, I realized my wife owns 50% of all my shit. And I haven't really thought about that until I was watching this video of a woman putting her fist in another woman's mouth. And there's like a clown kind of greasing up in the background. It's like, hey, babe, you own 50% of that. It's, it's all you. You're welcome. Uh, what if I told you you owned half of? A very rare Magic the Gathering playing card. We spent money on, yeah. It's lots of, um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I've been with my wife for almost fifteen years, dude. Fucking, cra- it's fucking crazy. I know. <clears throat> we're about to have our quinceanera, which uh, as a white couple, it's kind of like the best you can do is, is if you can appropriate something from another culture that hasn't been taken yet. So um, we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do that. Um uh, quinceañeras uh, what would I tell her quinceañeras son nuestros ahora which is Spanish for I studied in Spain for a year and now I'm a dick <laughs> um, I, uh, I think words I think words matter a lot like people <laughs> like people order things that make them feel happy like oh I want sunny side up eggs you know and it's like fucking embryos but it's all cheery uh, and people order, like give kids pigs in a blanket. And I just really want someone just to, I just really wish someone would just say it literally, which I'm like, you know, like, oh yeah, will you, um, will you get a, you know, pretty intelligent animal and put it in a small cage and feed it till it's in constant pain and then murder it with a giant machine and mash it up till it's goo and then kind of make it colder and then put the goo in another sheet and then mash that up again until it looks like a little penis and heat it up in a blanket. That's that entire terrible joke. <laughs> I, uh, I learned that uh, um, when Pam was like, you should tell jokes about yourself. And I'm like, ooh, I'm doing a long pids and the pigs in a blanket pit. This is going to be great. This is, this is going to be some A-grade shit right here. Um, I learned that Vanilla Ice robbed someone in Florida and I was so fucking jealous. <laughs> I'm going to be robbed by Vanilla Ice so bad. <laughs> it's just so bad. I just want like gun to my head. and be like, wait, you're... You're vanilla ice. I don't have to listen to anything you say. I just think that would be uh, tremendous. Um, so my... uh I'm trying to do some more, more wife jokes here. I really like being married. <clears throat> Lose my voice. It's awesome. I really like being married because when you're married, things happen that aren't even fathomable in another relationship. Like one time I was in the shower and my wife gave me a quesadilla. And, <laughs> Like, can you imagine though? Like, no, it was amazing. Like the door swings open, uh, the arm goes through the shower curtain and there's this quesadilla and, and I'm so high. Like, I, I don't know if it's real and I'm just, so I just eat it and it's great. And then she leaves and I'm thinking like, fuck, like what if this happened during like a one night stand or some other environment? You know, I'm like in the shower and, and the door swings open and I hear like, I got something. I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch? (laughs) Like, who is this voice? And then, like, an arm I don't recognize juts through the shower curtain. I'm just like, do we even have tortillas in the house? Like, what's going on? And I don't know if I should eat this or if this woman's trying to poison me. So I, like, take the quesadilla and put it on the soap dish. And then I try to fuck her uh, because she's not my wife. So anyways, I'm David Klein. Thanks so much.
0: David Klein! Um, I laughed so hard with the now I'm a dick uh, the I studied in Spain yeah. such a keeper so f- amazing perfect yeah. those people. pigs in a blanket needs a punch at the end like so bad. no like, but it needs really, it like you need to say so something bad. like I came up with one for you I fuck a vegan so you get to the end of it like oh it's in a meat sheet and you put it and you, and you wrap it in a pancake I fuck a vegan you know, like something like that like cause why do you care why
11: do you yeah, care I mean, about no, it's the vegan you explain the process of ma- I mean, it it no be but a it, bad it, idea. Is it is
0: if you prefer. have a punchline that has something to do with why you care yeah oh,
11: that's fair I have to explain why I care yeah, there's no but motive. in okay. the punchline no, no, so fine, I right. was
0: thinking that I fuck a vegan would be a cute one or because yeah, okay, it's right. like it's because you look at everybody and everyone's going to be looking at you like why are you saying this why are you saying this and your answer to them is yeah, that's a really good point. I fuck a vegan. I'm sorry, you guys. She's really poisoned my mind. Um, and then with the vanilla ice, but it was very. I was into it. I was listening to you. It just needs a punchline. The vanilla ice, you can always uh, dun 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 dun. dun yeah. After you know, you might yeah. as well. It's already there.
11: Yeah.
0: And after she hands you the quesadilla, I'd end it. I don't think you need the second part about the other girl with the okay. weird arm. I think that the punchline on. I think that joke is perfect. Unless you want to talk about other weird things in your marriage that people provide you. Because that's funny. You're taking a shower and she gives you a quesadilla. What other weird marriage things happen after 15 years? Like you're brushing your teeth and she hands you... I mean, I don't... What, a dildo?
11: I don't know. It's that's the thing. You're married. I don't know. Your marriage. Ideas and more exciting than mine.
0: Other comments? Comments? Comments, people? Comments?
12: Uh, very, very funny. Um, uh, maybe with your vanilla ice thing, you know, where you're saying at the end... Um, you know, why should I listen to you? Maybe you could add something like, you know, I didn't listen to your music when you were famous. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah. you don't
0: have to listen to. Yeah, him. I like that.
11: Because
0: <laughs> no, no one listened to his second album. We don't even know what that was. So I mean, was the what was his second album?
11: Mean for this joke,
0: and went no. Yeah. Did he have a second album?
11: Uh, probably.
7: Yeah, with the
0: I, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Really? Well, That's well, a well, real song. That sounds awesome. Any other comments? Thank you. Well, then clap wildly for David Klein. Yay! Uh, your next comedian. I'm always excited uh, to see what he brings. And what I mean by that is sexually excited because he lives on the other side of the fence from my vanilla ass. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ken Suzuki. Oh,
13: thank you. Thank you, Pam. Thank you for that enlightening speech about manatees. Manatees, or as I call them, the whore of the sea, with their Rubenesque bodies. Take leading on those poor young sailors, get him to commit the unthinkable act of fucking a fatty. How dare they? How dare they? Oh, it is good to be back in mutiny. Oh my God, look at this. We've turned into an anthropology lab, I see. Pink skeleton. And they say that race is only skin deep. I mean, really. Uh, loving the artwork here. A little tribute to the two quarries, both pre and post diddling. A little tribute to Gary Shandling up top and of course Princess Die behind the melting Irish flag. Princess Die, more like Princess Died, am I right? Oh god, too soon. Oh 20 years too soon. Oh, what is going on, man? The left is employed and imploding, we got Weinstein, we got people Senator Franken more like Senator Grabham, right? I got booked to be- so Pam booked me on her showcase, uh, invited me for this thing called Broken Bones. And which I thought perfect, I can tell the story about when I was a child, me sticking that dick in my- my dick in that light socket. <laughs> Turns out, not that kind of bone! That'll work! And the scars, well they'll never heal. Oh my gosh, so, everything else are just tags to stuff you've already heard. Uh, recently got married. Uh, my wife and I are polyamorous, uh, which I guess just means oh, we're we're unattractive. And uh, so what? It was it lonely, so much so, honestly, that I think we've resorted to being monogamous now, just by default. So what? A, what do lonely polyamorous couples do when they can find no one else? Well, I don't know. One of them decides, hey, why not stop taking my birth control and start talking about having kids? And I'm like, whoa, No, oh, I love you, but listen, I already have one kid in every state, and, um, a child supports a bit, right know. Uh, it's not that, it's just that I'm getting older, alright? I'm getting older, and I don't think I can keep up with it. You know you're getting older when your di- idea of good sex is finishing without severe back pain. Seriously, I've had to take up yoga now, just so I can bust a nut without blowing a disc. The thing about yogis though, is you get in these yogi circles, they will all alternative. They'll invite you to things like an orgy, all right? got my been to my first orgy. You guys ever been to a yogi, yogis at an orgy? Just pulling out and shooting money shots right in that third eye. <laughs> that's not come, that's enlightenment on your face. Got any angel investors in this audience? Good. Yeah, I got an idea I would like to pitch to you, sir. New product I want to launch. It's an idea for a line of anal beads made from recycled golf balls. Got the perfect idea to market it, marketing it with a pun. We're going to name it Four in One Hole. Oh, okay. I think All in One Hole works better. Thank you. That was all. Please
0: beware, pick away. Yay, get Suzuki like a professional ending on an anal beads joke um i love all your weird stuff i just think that one thing i would say from today's set is you're too old to be telling are you too young to be telling a back joke i feel like oh i slipped a disc you're like not even are you 30 you just turned 30 so it's like i don't know it's hard for me to believe the
13: hairline says differently
0: (laughs) i just i just thought i just feel like you're too young to tell a back joke okay
11: I th- I really liked the energy at the beginning when you're kind of bouncing around and talking about the manatees and, and I don't know I I I was it was like kind of it was like captivating.
13: They were the Rubenesque models. I also like the word Rubenesque,
11: but no, but I was I, I, yeah, and I know Pam said you're too old the back thing, but I like the disc line made me laugh.
13: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had the original pun which was all in one hole which had been working, mm-hmm. and I thought because you've got anal beads are a number, and then a good friend of uh, mine suggested to go with four. Thank you, Arden, by the way. Four in one hole, because there's double puns in there. Because four... Four or four could you, be, you yeah. Were,
4: you, didn't, you didn't use the, uh, the commemorative Jack Nicholson sentence. I know,
0: I forgot about but, that. And oh. you and you have to say four, four. in one hole, because oh, okay. yeah. you've got to make the sound of four, which is when you hit the ball into a place it's not supposed to go. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: And what, what was the tag for the other
0: one? The, not, not oh, uh, other one. it was
13: uh, money shots right in the third eye. That's funny. Yeah. And the then Yobies. that's not calm. That's enlightenment you're feeling on your face. No, what was the What was
4: the other one we came up with the other night?
13: Uh it was commemorative uh, oh we had the thing about if you have the cash we'll even get you like commemorative Jack Nicholson balls in your ass Yeah that and was then, one
4: but there was a different joke from earlier and said, never mind we'll work it out we'll work it yeah, out <laughs> Um
2: out. yeah I I I agree with you that the all in one worked better I was here on Friday I agree with you on that one Okay Um I I had something about like the this might be kind of obscure for you, the joke, but uh, when you said that's not uh, come on your face, that's enlightenment, what I was thinking in my head was it might be funny if you said that's not come, that's the samsara, the eternal ocean of sorrow underneath existence. Um, it, just, like it, it just occurred to me. but um, I'm th- going
13: to look that up now. And-
2: it's t- and, uh, Deep cuts. And I just wanted to ask whether... Making fun of manatees is punching up or punching down. I don't, know. I don't really know.
0: <laughs> punching it laterally. Seems like it's acceptable punching down? I, I I think that porpoises have their own language, so it might be. I mean, some. Did they talk say about they... raping
2: us? I don't know. Yeah, that,
5: that's,
0: that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Hooray. Other comments for Ken?
12: I'll, th- I'll throw this out there for what it's worth and. Uh... Um, uh, you know, maybe you could, uh, add something for your your yogi orgy, uh, you know, downward doggy style and maybe incorporate your, your anal beads thing into the all-in-one. It does kind of, oh. kind of work there.
6: Oh. The everything. Oh. Oh.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Oh, uh, Arden has a tag for
4: uh, you. Uh, uh, the, for the anal beads and the, uh, the yogi, it would be uh, open up your back door chakra.
0: Open up your back door chakra. Is that, that's the eighth chakra of the world? Yeah. Everyone thought there were seven chakras and there's actually eight. Isn't there's got to be an anal chakra? Come on. Yeah. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ken Suzuki. The problems will arise. Now, where are our chakras? People that can tell us about how many chakras are. Your next comedian, what a funny lady. Pa- clap your hands together for Jean Yee!
9: No dancer.
14: Uh, make some noise if you're an English major, if you were an English major. Just one, okay. I'm clapping for Joe. Okay, yeah. It's really fun to hang out with English people. I I feel like we're all English people because we're the great American melting pot. Uh, But also, you guys have such beautiful language, like Rubenesque manatee. like That's just gorgeous. And um, regardless of your age and your back, Ken, I love the cadence in um, bust a nut without blowing a disc. Do you guys hear that? Bust a nut without blowing a disc, right? (laughs) Uh, So I'm an English teacher. (laughs) Hashtag failed Asian. (laughs) Um, And I wrote a new bit last week and I'm going to tell it to you guys. It's my first observational romantic bit and I'm a little bit terrified because as a woman, you have to to coach it carefully because you have to be self-deprecating but not too self-deprecating. And thank God we have a room full of women here am i right (laughs) to like help me with that shit all right here it goes um so oh so i'm trying to perfect the sheltered asian look uh usually i have glasses on and then i would like do this all right you guys will just have to imagine that it's always good when you explain what you would usually do right (laughs) um yeah the sheltered asian look it's like a catholic schoolgirl, but with like Bigger, uglier hoodies and um, a tag that I've forgotten now. New bit, you guys, new bit. Oh, and also I'm legally blind without my contacts. So almost exactly like a Catholic schoolgirl. Uh, but let's be honest, I'm like a four or like with makeup, maybe a 4.8 on the Richter scale of love. <laughs> but, um, but full disclosure, I do have a vajayjay. All right, Um, (laughs) room full of men, room full of men, gotta love it. I'm just going to cut off the applause break on that one. Um, And because I have a Vijayji, on occasion I have to bat away a dick. Figuratively, mostly. Um, But like, can you imagine being a 10? It'd be like working the speed bag at a a boxing gym, right? Like, like, right? Am I that funny, or is it just the pot? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, next line. Oh, but um, so what I mean by batting away a dick is like guys kind of wave dicks at you sometimes just to like test the waters, right, guys? Um, and so it'll be like like the the overlong hug and then the velcro release, right? Like, ah, mm, oh, it's so good to see you wow, your hair smells great. <laughs> or um, or a guy will like stand, this is really cute, when a guy stands really close to you, like, what's up? <laughs> for those of you on the radio, I just touched my ass to the uh, mic stand. Um, or, and this is really cute, when a guy provides for you, like, hey, I'm in the aisle seat, let me get those peanuts for you. Here you go, baby cakes. Um, And I took those peanuts and then he just kind of waved his dick at me for the rest of the five hour flight, which was cute. Uh, But but when guys wave dicks at you, it's kind of like what they're really saying is like, hey, you likey? (laughs) Or... Hey, you know, if you run out of things to binge watch on Netflix and you have too many glasses of box wine, uh, or if you feel like making a decision that you might regret, a, you know, regret a, for a while, and we have mutual friends and you try to avoid me at these gatherings, but sometimes we accidentally reach for a napkin at the same time and then we touch and you flinch. If that's all okay, may I insert this in you sometime, my Um, Or with some guys, it's like, hey, do you find me completely repulsive? No? Oh, we're in business, baby cakes. All right, lost the room for women on that one. (laughs) That's all right. That was my closer. You guys are lovely English people. Everybody put your hands together
0: for Gene Yee! Yay! Yay! Your punching bag joke was rad. Oh, Perfect. Cool. Okay, it's really Andrew. funny. It and hits on all accounts. The only thing you could add to it, maybe after, is that you're definitely punching down at yourself, because you, because you, well, you, because you're like I'm a four point a four point eight. I guess actually, if you were gonna do the four, and I'd actually do it as like a four point two six or something like your GPA, because ah. you are a agent. Because I don't think a four point eight exists as a GPA, but okay. like the highest GPA you could get after a four point is what I would use on that.
14: Okay.
0: Just because it. I, don't, it don't, I mean to get a 5.0 GPA you'd have to take so many AP classes I think it's impossible you but it's too but it's too much of a he's not talking about a microphone he's saying people. blah blah, blah, blah <laughs> but like I think like 4.28 would they be like as high eight. as you okay. could get he's mansplaining okay. but um, that was a very funny joke and um, you took the peanuts and you didn't want the penis it's too close there, oh, right? Oh, nice. You were like, just because I took the peanuts didn't mean I wanted to touch her penis for five hours or whatever. <laughs> you have to sit next to him for... F- well, she said... She's the one who said she had to... He waved his dick in front of her for five hours. But it's... She's talking allegorically anyways. We aren't even... We know it's not a Louis C.K. situation. Like, they haven't actually brought their dick out. It's just, like, the idea of dick. Yeah. But I enjoyed all of that. So, yay. Thank
13: you. Since you uh, mentioned that Ooh. you're Asian and you bring that up and then you tell us that you have a vagina... <laughs> you should and since you mentioned both of those mention or clarify that you don't that your vagina is indeed uh or vertical and not horizontal
14: oh god <laughs> I'm, so glad I'm sorry you're, that's I, a belief no it's coming from another asian i can only take half. it i can now. take it <laughs> only he's the only person in the room though it's like the n-word coming out of a. it'd be like yeah
0: me. yeah,
13: never to yeah. but uh that and uh, i like the idea and the premise you're working with regards to the if you're a 10 you have to bat them off and you add that act out um, now, my perverted mind knows, and I think a lot of people, you could mention if they don't know this, that it's actually a genre of porn out there with people getting their balls stomped or punched like that. Oh, it is, isn't it? It's just... Yes. Oh, I
14: don't know go. if that's, oh, a... I don't oh, know geez, if that's something that could it? be
13: added in there or not, but yeah.
0: You
14: just took that like a Catholic schoolgirl. You're like, uh, no, no, <laughs> <possible>. uh, yeah. <laughs> Other compliments? Anyone?
2: I, I just had one. one small piece of feedback. There was one yeah. punchline you did when the guy takes his dick out and you said, that's cute. Yeah, <clears throat> that was right. really good. And I think if you had hit that even harder on the, like when you dropped real low on that, if you would drawn that out a little bit more and hit that even harder, you could got more out of that. Just doing the, exactly what you did a little harder.
14: Oh, you thought I was doing cute sardonically. Oh, you were actually doing, saying it was cute like I a was, kitten? I was doing cute like, oh, it's so cute, like that, to try oh. to pull back from I'm beating up men verbally right now. Oh, okay. So I don't, so... <laughs> we have a heckler, Yeah, But they heckler. deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> so. They they
0: deserve it so they're not afraid. You don't have to pull back. You can push harder. That's what he's saying. Okay. Men can take it. They so can take okay
14: it. It's okay to be like cute sarcastic. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: They All can right. take it. They've been giving it out for years. Let them take it for 30 seconds, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> They've been giving it
14: out.
0: <laughs> other 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 compliments? Other other compliments. Everybody clap wildly for Jean yi There. My music disappeared but it's so smooth and I'm excited because your next comedian has a name that has to do with that. Uh, Put your hands together everybody for K-Smooth. Sometimes I
15: feel... Okay guys, so we're not allowed to smoke in here are we? Cigarettes? No, no cigarettes. Oh God, that's fucking awful. Okay, so... um, I heard a lot of stuff tonight, and I really liked it. I really liked it, you guys. You guys are doing awesome. My favorite was you, Baby Blue. You're looking good, yes, you're looking real good. All right, so, about all that stuff, we all have moms and dads, right? Moms and dads, everybody? Yeah, right, you're here, right? Moms and dads, okay, all that makes sense. So, let me tell you about my mom. Superwoman, beautiful, right? Gorgeous can't even stand it. I don't even know how like my dad landed that but seriously My mom, she's cool, dude. She would whoop my fucking ass If she found out what I was up to, you know what I'm saying? What about you guys? Your mom? yeah, probably beat the shit out of you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if you won every fight ever No, nah, you lost to your mom you know what I'm saying? You lost to your mom, dude. At least once, at least twice, two times. Okay, that's just how it happens. So my mom, yeah, awesome, beautiful, gorgeous. I got that out of the way. Love you, ma. you're listening. And then there's um my dad. We'll go into that some other time. So yeah, so um, shit, San Francisco. Seriously changed my life. Came out here. It's kind of crazy. I didn't. didn't, Oh, dude, I was a good kid. I didn't do drugs. Like, I didn't get good grades. I didn't get good grades. And I smoked cigarettes. That was, like, all I did. And I sold a lot of Adderall. I I don't know if you guys know about that shit. But, yeah. Yeah, so a little bit of that. Two times. So, yeah. Yeah, I've been making money ever since I was a little kid. Stuff like that. But, um, when it comes down to things like, I had to try, had to try real hard, had to do, you know, almost everything, almost everything to get the things I had, and sometimes I lost them. That's just how life goes. You know what I'm saying? San Francisco taught me that. About four weeks. I've been in San Francisco since September. Y'all are crazy as hell. If San Francisco can hear me, put your SFs up. Let me hear yeah, let me hear that shit two times cause I already know you motherfuckers know what I'm talking about. Like seriously, San Francisco is crazy. That's why I tried the most drugs. That's why I did what I did. You know, like this is everything everything's going on in San Francisco. Come to mission. If you're not on mission, come to mission. Okay, come to Michigan. At least experience it one time. Come on Saturday or Friday. Okay? Saturday or Friday. Those are good days. Those are real good days. Sometimes. Two times. But um I really appreciate like what you guys have taught me. What it is to and and you guys have so much stuff that we don't have. Like, um I spent a lot of time in Michigan, even though I was born a South Valley, I'm still I spent a lot of time in Michigan, so that's basically where I'm from, where I grew up, you know what I'm saying? That fucking entire state is frozen nine months out of the year. Garbage. 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 Okay, I don't know what that means. Boop, boop, I heard it a couple one times. Minute. That means, oh, I gotta wrap it up? One oh, one minute? Cool. That's like a whole bunch of time for somebody like me. So, yeah. Um, Michigan, that shit was like... Dude, you ever want to see Frozen. Like not the not the cartoon, from Disney, which is demonic, but but also, also fucking like y'all want to see Frozen? Go to fucking Michigan and pay it one day, and maybe October. Yeah, yeah, that shit. No, October. That's when the snow, like, is supposed to be getting there, but it's been flooded. School days for months, like snow days, bro. Snow days. Ever heard of a snow day? No. South LA. Alright, there you go, guys. Hey, it was nice meeting you guys and performing it and what such and who have you. It's so- true. Gay okay, smooth!
0: Yay!
15: I'm
0: you stay up there. Yay! Yeah, I hey, gotta was stay that your first there for the feedback? Was process. that your first time doing comedy?
15: Um, I've never performed in front of an audience.
0: <laughs> Yay! Yay! Then that was amazing. Um, the first thing you need to if you're gonna leave a microphone in a mic stand you wanna make it closer to your mouth to my face yeah so you either wanna but if you're not comfortable with holding it yet that's okay so if you get up to another open mic you just wanna make it so see where you are now from the mic and that's how you were you wanna get much closer to it way closer and then like even lift it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Honestly, you want your mouth like right there. But it's about having your, so you're going to want to hold it right by your mouth because it's hard to pick you up when it's farther away. Like that's, Talk now. So yeah. See, okay. now oh, that's great.
15: That shit. Okay. Uh, okay. okay,
0: okay. Go, because go. microphones are made of magnets and so you want your vocal cords to make their sound waves and you want those magnets to pick them up. So you want it to be right in your face. So if you're going to have it in the mic stand, just make sure that you lift it up and put it closer to your face. Um, Two, you said try to moisturize at one point, I think, and that was so funny. I don't even know. That was, you said some things that you were just sort of throwing away and they were funny. Like, the one about frozen, and then that try to moisturize. I was like, "What? Is it's funny?" You're, but good job. You're getting up there, and you're personable. We were all listening to you. We were all engaged. So great. All right, guys. But no, no, no. Other people have comments. I think anybody else, nobody. But Do you, you have you anything? Said you, said?
13: you came out here, or did you come out here? Like, did you come out here, or did you come out like you arrive here? Is that a joke? Well, it sounded like a <laughs> pun. Yeah, was, I'm just dude. kidding. dude. You said i come out here and no, I was like...
15: No, um, actually, old. the honest story, no. I. I was, fl- like, maybe, look, I was like, maybe he didn't I come out until I here. No, I flew out here. I was supposed to be in San Diego. And the guy who was picking me up, uh, we've been friends for a long time. He lived in San Diego, right? He was just picking me up in San Francisco. He actually died in a car accident. On his way to pick me up from the airport. Well, so I, I waited. You at
13: need th- to write that out and talk about it on stage
15: if you want to come back. Here.
13: Well, I, I like, once you've processed it, but like, they're Might
15: close to your face, bro.
13: Yeah, once you've processed it or whatever, yeah, write yeah, that yeah, out because yeah. I think they're for me. I'm already laughing, and I probably shouldn't be, but write that out it's and okay. put it out. Like, you could. There's a lot of
15: humor in that thing. It's really you know. It's that's the thing that makes people great, man. If you, the touchy subjects, you know. Connect, understand, realize, you know, stuff like that. You know, I got, I, I got, I learned a lot from you guys tonight. Oh, that's You know so what I'm sweet. saying? Like, yeah, I learned a lot from watching everybody. My, my favorite so far is Miss Blue Sweater. Sorry, I can't remember the name, but had two maybe two drinks tonight. Two, <laughs> officer, so you know, <laughs> like, you know, so I'm doing that part. And then there's, you know, but I really did like you guys. You guys were awesome. I think everybody really gave a lot to the dish, you know. So we all got a little taste of everything. And... I don't know. Yeah, it, no,
0: keep coming back. It's every Monday from six to eight we do this.
15: I and, didn't even know it was Monday. I thought it was Sunday. So yeah I, no, it's I Monday bet, six bet, to bet. eight.
0: And and Friday six to eight, there's another open mic here called Happy Hour. It's run by Trina Roderick. It's a lot of fun. So Mondays well, yeah. and Fridays,
15: six to eight. You gotta run that donation, you know, you gotta run Because last so time I came through they wanted a donation. So I mean but well, there's it, the
0: jar there. If anyone ever wants to donate, there's the jar at the front. And anybody who's listening, you can always go to our website at www.mutinyradio.fm. Um, the donate button is on every page. So feel free to give us money.
2: So, so, dude, you have a fucking really weird sense of humor. And yeah. I love it. And um, if, if you kept doing this for five years, I can't fucking wait to see what the fuck would happen. First of all. And second of all, just one one joke that I had a thought about was when you talked about losing fights to your mom, and my thought was just, you should say, like, and if you have won a fight against your mom, you're fucked up. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, fair bro. enough. Absolutely. No yeah. yeah. If you, dude, yeah, if you beat you your be. mom, you suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Fair that's
0: enough. It, that's it, though, dude. You did great. Everybody clap wildly Thank for
9: Jay's Move!
0: Well, thanks, everybody. This has been a really productive and wonderful joke workshop. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. We're here every Monday from 6 to 8. I'll be back on Wednesday at noon for the AltaCast. And then from 2 to 4 with Some Call Me Tim, you can hear Arden on Wednesday as well from 10 to midnight. Join us on Friday. We're going to have a show, an open mic from 6 to 8. And then from 8 to 10, we have Hell in a Handbasket, where Joe Gorman, one of the comedians you heard tonight, is going to be on the show. So please come back. Thanks for being here. Stay tuned for FTW Forever
9: Alright, ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.eving <laughs> Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that each time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have
0: for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shahada Mr. Shahada did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shahada helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com. FJS.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shahada in San Francisco.
1: and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event fundraiser if you think it we can do it you run the door in promotion we run the sound space and podcast rentals available thursday saturday and sunday from 8 to 10 at mutiny radio fm's performance space at 2781 21st street in the deep mission at 21st in florida contact pam at pam at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates Incredible socialist prices, so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from eight to ten. Book your event now.
2: Billy
9: Bob, you ever wanna be funny? Well, my
12: dogs think I'm funny, Daryl.
9: Well, I mean, you ever wanna be?
4: The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Nightspace. The Night Space, featuring High Time Storytime, every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime, Volume 1, now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download.
3: Outy mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't! I put a spell on you! Ah! MuniRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say.
0: Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian.
3: You know how I got good?
0: How good? How did you get so great at comedy?
8: I got great at comedy. For half,
0: yeah. yeah, every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick it's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad
7: Mutiny
4: Radio made me great <laughs> Mutiny Radio made me better than you
0: and then you can be better than everyone else too Every Friday from 6 to 8 On Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio But you'll bet never be better than me You'll never be better than me you never, be never be better than Zach And also it's a happy hour But we don't have any alcohol So it's happy-ish but you're gonna do comedy. I'll do comedy, and you're gonna enjoy comedy. Just be an audience. Just come. It's free.
7: Yeah, I just drink in my car. <laughs> you could like drink, like a fucking adult.
0: Exactly. Drink, drink around the corner, somewhere else, not here. But uh, come to Happy Hour every Friday from six to eight with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. M-
3: Tell me
12: what you think about your situation, complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, pcrcollective.org. We'll see you there.
0: Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents 3rd third- annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in 5 days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm and click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10 and you can apply right now through November 30th. For 25 shows